Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City to your nighttime radio. Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey, no. Seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Chevrolet, Sunny Jersey, one hundred one point five. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Call him at one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. We haven't even started the topic, and we're getting calls. How about this? Welcome to Wednesday, Steve Chevrolet. Hey, Trevia, tonight, have we got you hooked up? We got tickets to me, myself, and Shirley, Cindy Williams at the Bucks County Playhouse. We got tickets to Michael Cabanara, the Cabanara effect. No, it's not a great sauce. He's a magician. He's going to be at NJ Pack this weekend. Again, got you hooked up, so do stick around. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini is going to be here, Johnny Lombardi, Mark Rick and Donna. Uh, two very funny comedians, and I'm working on a third. I have to find out if he's coming. Uh, I'll let you know. We'll keep you. We'll keep you up to date on that. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. I urge you not to say his name. I, I know the news has to say his name. The guy who's responsible for ten people being shot, nineteen others taken to the hospital for injuries uh, in yesterday's Brooklyn subway shooting. Uh, he didn't even want. Uh, he called from at McDonald's. The cops to come and get him. And uh, we don't know why he did it, but uh, he's made videos. And again, I'm not going to say his name. I hope to God that there should be a law that you don't say his name. Because I think that a lot of what these deranged people want is for people to say their name. Uh, I'll refuse to say the name of the man who shot John Lennon. uh, Because George Harrison said, you don't do that. That's what he wanted. I agree with that. Uh, Especially when you get a guy making videos and stuff, he wants coverage. Hopefully, the media will not give him any. But, you know, you'll get places like CNN or, you know, news, you know, rating-starved news departments will definitely say his name because the money is more important. Here, I'm not saying his name. Uh, not, saying, not saying you're not going to hear it, but I'm not saying his name. Uh, what I am going to talk about at 1-800-283-101.5. Governor Murphy pumping the brakes here a little bit on the uh, gender identity lessons in the New Jersey schools. I was going to talk about this. I mean, the last it's been a hot topic for the last couple of weeks, Uh, the idea that five-year-olds are going to be taught about gender identity. And the people said, no, we don't want this. Uh, The question is, what percentage... Of children. You know, there was a line in Star Trek. I got to go to Star Trek now. I had William Shatner on two weeks ago. Now I got Star Trek on the brain. But if you remember the Wrath of Khan, of course you do. <laughs> I remember Gilbert Godfrey one time. Going, you think the first season of Star Trek was better than the second season of Star Trek? Talking about one of the Trek conventions. God rest his soul. I miss him already. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's a line in Star Trek too. Do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one? And that's when, they, when Spock dies and they bring him back. Uh, what is the percentage? How many students? I don't doubt that there are young children questioning their sexual identity. My question is, what, at what, you know, how many? 
what percentage? Do all children question their sexual identity? Are all children questioning their sexual identity, worried about are they trapped in the wrong body? And based on that, are we teaching all children? I believe this is something that is best left to the parents. And if the parent experiences their child asking these questions, then they need to go get help for both the child and themselves to be able to be equipped to handle this. When you get on a plane and the masks drop, they don't tell you, uh, you know, take care. They tell you, take care of yourself and then take care of your loved one. That's the same thing, I think. United Front, my friend told me. So the thing is this, as far as uh, Governor Murphy, you know, I think he realizes now that um, the people have spoken and the people don't want this. So now he's kind of backpedaling in a statement this morning. Murphy said it was important to promote inclusivity and respect for every child, including LGBTQ youth. But he acknowledged that some potential simple sample plans may not be age appropriate. You know, uh, you know, once upon a time, majority ruled. Now it's more like minority rules. I get that. But there's still a majority that has to elect you. So my question here, uh, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this, of course, because it's, it's not only the gender identity. It's to pump your own gas. It's marijuana. It's so many things that we voted our leaders in for, that we expect from government that we do not get. And, you know, granted, when this governor got in, there was such a uh, hate, for lack of a better word, resistance, uh, upset with the old regime. There were so many people that hated Donald Trump, hated Chris Christie. So you could have run for governor and won. He did. But my question here is this. Is it the governor's job to give the people what they want or give them what he thinks they should have. And I think that's where the disconnect is here. You know, or maybe is this the majority of what the majority of people want? You elect the leader and then the leader says, well, we're going to do it this way. We're going to, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to come up with stuff that people are going to object to, such as gender identity. He told you up front, we're going to be a sanctuary state. So you knew that going in. But how much of what the governor uh, has done since he's been elected that you didn't know about or were surprised to learn about? 1-800-283-101.5. But, you know, it, it's almost like here we are uh, with a governor that wants to take us in a direction that we all don't want to go in. But he does, especially with the pandemic. He decided to close the businesses. And it's come out now that we were among the worst in handling the pandemic. It came out, a survey came out two days ago that we were the worst in handling the pandemic. But that's been known. So 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts on Governor Murphy and the uh, you know gender identity policies, which are now going to be changed. Five-year-olds don't need to learn about, uh, you know, whether or not they're trapped inside the body of someone else. But is it the government's job to give the people what they want, which is why they voted you in, 
right? You gave them, here's what we're going to do, and you agree with the policy, so you bring them in. Or is it the government's job to give them what the people, we the people, what they think we should have? You don't know any better. We know better, and that's why we're going to do this. And that's why we have policies that are so far to the left. Same thing in California. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Your thoughts. Here's Fast Traffic. Weather brought to you by Casino Pier. Easter weekend's just around the corner, and that means it's almost time for the Casino Pier and Breakwater Beach annual Easter sale. Prices will never be lower for rides, go-karts, games, and water park passes that never expire. Check out the details at CasinoPierNJ.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis asking the musical question, is it the governor's job to give the people what they want or what he thinks they should have? Remember the King said an album, give the people what they want, let them get what they deserve? Where are you? All right, John, Kevin, Mike, hold on. Uh, we have got New Jersey's funniest lawyer who uh, moonlights as a senator. John Bramnick joins us. The funniest lawyer, my friend, how are you? Doing well, Steve. Good to hear your voice. I can tell you this policy is going away quickly. Uh, I think they got caught short on this. Uh, I think they made some mistakes, and you're going to see this thing, this crazy policy fall apart. I can almost guarantee it. It's a good thing, though, that the people are rising up and making their feelings known and that they're reacting to it. Well, this was one which was 100% wrong. Nobody wants first graders and second graders being taught about gender identity. So once it came out, I mean, this was, this was over gone, you know, this was done. So uh, this is, you're going to see all kind of backpedaling and all kinds of name calling. Guess what is never going to happen. Well, let me ask you this though. Is it government's job to give the people what they want or impose their will upon us, whether we like it or not? And that's what Murphy's administration's done since he took over, especially with the pandemic. No doubt about that. You know, each policy stands on its own merits, right? This right. policy, 100% wrong. You even saw, you know, the chairman education committee back off. So, yeah, once you do something real stupid, the public rises up. And guess what? Government has to respond because they have no choice. You, you know, this is just think about this, right? First and second graders, confusion, complex subject. No common sense teaching these kids. If you told a first grader he was a dinosaur, he might believe it. So you can't talk about this. And I think liberal, moderate, conservatives, nobody likes this stuff. No, and you're telling him he could be a dinosaur when he wants to be a dinosaur. He doesn't have to be a dinosaur when he doesn't want to be a dinosaur. And we're not going to tell your parents either way. And, you know, the small percentage of kids who are questioning their identity versus the entire population of New Jersey children in schools. It's the needs of the few versus the needs of the many. And I believe it's something that should be taught at home. And if, if it's happening and kids are questioning their identity, and they go to the parents and the parents go to the experts. But I don't think schools are the place for it. Of course. It's too much common sense in one sentence there. You're never going to be in government. How about this one? You, you recall that this governor signed a bill where a police officer was a criminal if he told parents he caught the kids smoking yeah. marijuana or drinking beer. So it's the same kind of, they just, they just take it too far, and then all of a sudden the public responds, and they back off because it, it makes no sense. So, you know, it's government at its worst, and, you know, do, sometimes it's government do good things, some, sometimes they do. 
this was bad idea and it's going to be over, I can guarantee you. You think this is something that will get people's attention to watch for further things that this government does in the future? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> you know, the Isolated incident? Busy. They're, they're working, right? I mean, unless something really gets a lot of attention, people don't have time to look at every stupid bill that's passed in Trenton. It's got to be real stupid to get the attention of the media <laughs> and the public. I mean, you got it's got to have extra stupid in it. And we've got extra stupid in this government. <laughs> oh, well, we got extra stupid bills that are passed, and yeah. occasionally we do something right. But government is not, look, the bottom line is, Government should do as little as possible. It goes back hundreds of years. Stay out of the way unless you really need to do something. Let let the private enterprise run, you know, things. And unless you have to intervene, stay away from any new laws. I mean, that's that's what we should do. All right, Senator John Bramnick, your thoughts on Gilbert Gottfried? I've got him posted on NJ1015.com, but I couldn't believe we lost him yesterday. Everybody loved them. You know, that teaches treat people well and people will respect you. And you're going to be a Catch a Rising star April 23rd, right? Absolutely. And I got plenty of material from Trenton. There we go. <laughs> All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Steve. You got it. Senator John Bramnick, let's go to Kevin in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How about you? Not too bad, not too bad. Can't, can't complain for a Wednesday. Oh, it's early yet. Give it time. Yeah, right? <laughs> I tell you what, the, this, this policy is something that gets me real fired up. <laughs> and I got a whole bunch of opinions I could I could go on for hours about. But I think the bottom line is the government needs to stop messing with the way parents want to raise their kids. You know? Well, get out of the house. You know, right. uh, absolutely. Go experience something and, and learn something for real. My, my in-laws, they used to take their kids every year. They would take them on a few vacations because they could afford it overseas. And, and the kids tell me about how they have learned more just from going on those experiences and being able to do that and talk to real people in, in real areas. Well, you know what? Government should run government. Than, than anything a government policy could teach them. Government should not be dealing with stuff that belongs in the family, and I believe that belongs in the house. Kevin, good point. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Mike is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. What are you thinking, Mike? How are you, Steve? Good. I agree with you, and it's got to go with... So there's no damage to the children. If there's a little uh, warp uh, between they're not sure and all, go to a trained psychologist and get the right information. You can't have someone, a teacher, addressing this. That's ridiculous. What kind of damage are they going to do? They don't even know what they're doing. You're going to confuse kids. And then you're going to have kids where they're, they're going to get together and make it a game. Of, hey, let's be a girl this week. Let's be a boy. Let's be a boy tomorrow, you know? And, and the kids that don't keep up, they're the ones that are going to be, you know, they're going to be in trouble because they're not keeping up with the crowd because they don't understand. They don't understand they're too young. And, again, this isn't something every child 
in the entire New Jersey school district does not question their sexual identity, although there are some that do. And those that do question at home with the family, and you let the family handle it with professionals. You want to take money and make aid available for those families, fine. But to, to waste time in school with it when there's so many other things we need to be teaching in school? English for one. be addressing politicians and... That's like talking to the wall. You, well, we all know that. I do agree with your uh, senator that was on there. He said something very common sense. He always does. I mean, uh, common sense is a group uh, I saw, supposedly, you know, I saw it on uh, C-SPAN, whatever, uh, regarding common sense. And let's get back to common sense. It doesn't make sense with that. Well, common sense could be scary to people. <laughs> <laughs> and it wants you to go along with their agenda. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, is government's job to give the people what they want or give you what they think you should have? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis at 7.30. Now the latest New Jersey news. You by the Center for Thyroid and Parathyroid Care at Penn Medicine, Princeton Medical Center, providing comprehensive care for conditions including hyperparathyroidism, Thyroid nodules, thyroid cancer, and Graves disease. Learn more at PrincetonHCS.org slash thyroid. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, Governor Murphy decides he's going to start teaching gender identity in kindergarten. And then uh, the people say, no, no, you don't. And uh, then Governor Murphy today backs up a little and uh, comes out and says uh, it's important to promote inclusivity and respect for every child, including LGBTQ youth. But he said some sample plans may not be age appropriate. Uh, so I, I, you must have actually read the stuff because uh, earlier this week he was on a different page. You know, earlier this week, he's saying uh, there's some sort of sense that parents have no say, and I would say emphatically parents deserve absolutely to have a say in this sort of stuff, and uh, he doesn't like the fact that some are using this as an opportunity to score political points to further divide us versus them, which is exactly what he's doing by implementing this plan. He's dividing people. You know, the needs of the many, the needs of the one, minority, majority. The majority of kids are not questioning their identity, but he's trying to please the minority of the vote so that he can, you know, please a sector of people. Figuring that the majority is not going to have a problem because, God forbid, in this age of political correctness, anybody says anything. But the people did speak. The people did object. The people said, no, nah, no, nah, you don't. And uh, Governor Murphy now is backpedaling. I've directed my Department of Education to review the standards and provide further clarification on what age-appropriate guidelines look like for our students. My administration is committed to ensuring that all of our students are equipped to lead healthy, productive lives now and in the future. I don't understand what a word that means. And neither does he. And he's hoping neither do you. Ed Durr, on the other hand, he's very plain in what he says. This is clearly a subject that is very sensitive and by sensitive nature in itself should be left to the home and to the parents. Well, your thoughts? 1-800-283-101.5. Greg's in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Hey, Steve. Uh, so I think this is a disaster. Um, Glenn Youngkin won Virginia largely because of education things, and, and this is one of them. 
And the reason Murphy's backpedaling now is because he fears the same thing. He did this in a non-election year so that it wouldn't have any direct impact. But it just goes to show you why New Jersey is a lost cause, right? It, this is what they want to teach kids. We're not talking about property taxes, right? No, no, wait a minute. Wait, Greg, Greg, it's a loss. Wait, Greg, it's a lost cause if it gets allowed to go through. It's not a lost cause when the people rise up and force him to change things, which is what he's doing now. That's all well and good, Steve, but the fact that it got this far, in my, in my mind, makes one of the many things that makes New Jersey a lost cause. As you know, that's my feeling about New Jersey. But he is not talking about property taxes. He's talking about teaching kids. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. The job is property taxes. Is not, yeah, the job is property taxes, not this. I every totally time, agree with that. Every time I... Every time I talk to him on, I call him on Channel 12. They, now they hang up on me on Channel 12. As soon as they hear it's Greg from Freehold, I give him a fake name and a fake number and a fake question, but they still hang up on me. He won't talk about it because he's making it worse. And, and it's even worse than this because my wife is, teaches, right, and she teaches the Constitution, formation of government, and that kind of thing. And now they, they want her to teach gay stuff in the foundation of government, and it's just not applicable. Right. And, and it, I don't understand why this has to be forced out everyone's throats. I remember a few years ago, I got a letter in the mail from Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield, our insurance company. And that letter said that because of a New Jersey law now, 12 year old girls can get an abortion on on our insurance. And we're not allowed to know about it. I mean, it's not, I know it's not education, but it just goes to show you where the liberal mind is. Well, again, you know, yeah, it, it, it's scary. And this is what I'm, this is my topic. You know, we vote these people in. They didn't tell us this is what they were going to do when they get voted in. They get voted in and all this kind of stuff comes out. Cops are not allowed to tell uh, the parents of minors that get busted for marijuana. You can't tell the parents if the teen, if the child is questioning their identity. Uh, yeah, th this is this is my whole point with this. And as far as the school goes, you know, there are so many things that kids need to know about. I have 15-year-old boys, and there are things I could tell you that I cannot believe they are not learning in school. And I see it in, I just see it in them. You know, I mean, just simple things. I, listen to the way people talk. Listen to the way kids talk today. Just listen to, 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 to what comes out. And who's not teaching them? And we don't want cursive writing. We don't want this. We don't want that. Okay, what we do get is really not useful. And Steve, they, what drives me crazy is these people keep getting reelected. And the reason they get reelected is many, many people, many Democrats vote ideologically, right? If they hate guns and they love abortion, so they just keep voting Democrat without thinking anything more. But there are so many government employees. The, the largest employer in the state is the government, uh, county or local or state. And they don't want to lose those jobs. Yeah, that's why those jobs will never go away. Yeah, because because Uncle So and So's got that job, and if we vote them out, and that's what that would make the taxes go down. Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. What exactly do we want from our government? You know, I mean, when you vote for people now, do you have to start thinking to yourself? Uh, let me try to get deeper into their heads and see what they would actually do if elected. Or are you voting for the person that you think is going to do the best job in the state, that's going to give you what you're looking for in government? How many people were looking for this? I think that's why Senator Durr won. He's a simple guy who's very plain and simple on what he's talking about. And it makes sense.
You know, he compares this to religion. You can't teach religion in school. That's a problem. But sexuality in kindergarten, that's okay. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? You know, again, very simple question. What is it that you want from your government, from your leaders, the people that you elect? What is it you're looking for? Is it their job to give us what we want or what they think we should have, whether we like it or not? And that's the part that gets me most aggravated. Finally, the weather's warmer and bonus. We get to go outside and get moving. More places to go, more things to do. More little aches and pains you discover because, well, you haven't been moving. Well, you need to call Trinity Rehab. What are you waiting for? Trinity Rehab can help, and now's the time. Give them a call at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. They have the EPAP machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, gets rid of pain fast. Most Patients are better in three five-minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at 800-518-0977 or trinity-rehab.com. They are here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling better and have no pain? Call Trinity Rehab with locations in Newtown, Doylestown, and Newtown Square. You know they have locations all around New Jersey like Somerset, Short Hills, Wayne, Wall, and Wyckoff. And check out their newest locations in Hackensack and Cherry Hill. Heading out tonight? $10,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Listen weekdays with the Jersey Cash code words and enter them on our app every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. There are new chances to win up to $10,000. Thanks to our sponsor, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet Parks, it's go time, baby. The $10,000 Jersey Cash Codes contest on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Travelese, Michael Cabanara coming up at 9.10. Trevia coming up at 10. Uh, right now, though, uh, is it the government's job to give the people what they want? Isn't that why we voted them in or we, they think we should have things that we never would have dreamed possible, like teaching gender identity to kindergarten kids, not telling the parents uh, when police bust a kid for pot. Jeremiah is on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jeremiah. Hey, what's going on tonight? How much. How are you, pal? I'm very good. I'm very good. Hey, just passing through your state. Uh, Welcome. I live in Maryland. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to tell you a quick story. We have an elected official, state delegate, down in Annapolis. Right. She decided that she grew up in Maryland. Right. She didn't want to see things change. The state was to bring up to vote if all of the delegates agreed to it, whether Western Maryland would secede from the state of Maryland and join West Virginia. Really? Yes. Okay. So she, as an elected official, decided, took it upon herself to disagree with me, the voter, that I wanted to secede from Maryland. Right. And she just decided, I grew up in Maryland, so I'm going to stay. That's wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Here in New Jersey, right, we just had a survey come out that says 54% of us would like the option to be able to pump our own gas. Our Senate president refuses to put it up for a vote. Now, is that not giving the people what they want? Put it up for a vote, not even denying it or accepting it, but just allowing us to vote or allowing it to be voted on. I would like it on a referendum so that we could all vote on it. But they make decisions that we have no say in. They force it down our throat. And in something like this, you get this reaction where the people said, stop this. We are not doing this. 
And right. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, you know, why do we put these people in here? It would be great if they would show all the cards before. This is what we're going to do if elected. Everything. Instead of, okay, well, they quietly, you know, they'll say anything to get the vote. Then once they get the vote, they pull this stuff out of their hat or some other part of their body. Jeremiah, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. John's in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, John? Hey, Steve. First of all, with the, the uh, thing with, uh, with the governor backpedaling, he's put us through hell, number one. Number two, nobody's doing nothing about our taxes. Well, yeah, that's the actual job of government. You know, stop trying to run our families and start trying to run the government. Give us a reason to want to vote for you, to enthusiastically want to vote for you, whoever you are. Murphy can't run again. Thank God. I mean, really. But you never hear, they never talk about the property taxes. You never hear anything about the taxes. The last time I heard anything about property taxes was when Governor Christie had the idea of spending $6,501 on every student, no matter where they live. And that would drop property taxes in some towns. And the towns that would drop the property taxes uh, were all up in arms that the poor were getting screwed. And it wasn't about that. Because with all the money that was being spent on those students, the graduation rates were low. The dropout rates were high. But there was no answer for that. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Uh, as far as New Jersey goes, what are, the, what are your future plans here? You know, what do you intend to do with my state? Stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking to you all night tonight till 11 o'clock. Steve Trevelisse. And coming up at uh, 10 o'clock is Trevia, Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Johnny Gemini Lombardi's going to be here. Mark Riccadonna's going to be here. A good time will be had by all. You'll uh, be playing for tickets to see Michael Cabanara at the NJ Pack Saturday night. Or we've got uh, Me, Myself, and Shirley starring Cindy Williams at the Bucks County Playhouse. And that's next week, uh, Saturday or Sunday. So we hook you up. Uh, also, Uncle Floyd, Julia Scotty, and myself going to be at the Brookart Theater Saturday night, thebrookart.org. You can win tickets for that. But right now, we're talking about government. What is the job? Is the job to give the people what they want or what they think we should have? Sucks as the gender, the gender identity bill, which uh, they had thrown out saying you're going to be teaching gender identity to kids at five years old, uh, only to walk it back a bit. Governor Murphy says, wait a minute, i got to take another look at this thing. Get back to you. Colin is in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Colin. Hi there, Steve. Um, I'm calling to talk about the uh, the current gender identity bill um, and uh, previous things that you've said um, on it, like, you know, within the past hour. Um, I agree with some of that. I agree with the fact that, um, uh, the fact that religion is not taught in schools. I, I feel like it should be taught in schools. I feel like a lot of religion should be taught in schools, and there's definitely some uh, elements of that that are, you know, slacked on. Um, but I feel like... Well, the problem is this, Colin, which religion would you teach? Because there's so many different religions. Now, let's put it this way. There, are, only, there, are, there are quite a few major world religions. Right. But, now, but Colin, hold on. Things that you would stick to. And then if, but Colin, 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 hold on. Slow down a second. There are only so many hours in the day to teach stuff in schools. So what should be school-worthy... And what should be home-worthy 
or church worthy or somewhere else worthy. That's what's got to be decided. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Note of the gender identity. Okay. Um, I would say that the fact, like, I have many, many friends who are uh, transgender. Okay. And if they were, if they were to not, they, as they were not taught these things when they were younger, right? They then developed quite a few, uh, you know, problems related to their gender identity and how they see themselves, and they didn't. They weren't able to connect their personal feeling to what they, uh, what, to being trans. Um, and okay. So, well, let me ask you this. How old are you, Colin? I'm 14 years of age. All right, you're 14. And how many of your friends are trans? Uh, probably the majority. The majority of your friends are trans. Okay. Do you think that the majority of kids in all New Jersey schools are trans? Okay, so basically the idea is that if you're going to, you know, if, if someone is experiencing feelings of transgender, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but that's something that should be taught, dealt with in the home, with the parents, with specialists, and not in the school, my opinion. I, under, I understand where you're coming from, Steve, but here's the thing. Uh, what about, like, kids who are not, in fact, transgender, but they are... Um, you know, they're not transgender, uh, right. you know, cisgender, uh, these cisgender kids. Would you say the majority of kids are cisgender, transgender, or uh, regular gender, I guess, for lack of a better word? Gender is not trans. So I understand that. Yes, identifying with the gender that you uh, were assigned at birth. Okay, so now here's the thing. But again, why should this be taught in schools? Why can't this be dealt with at home? Why can't parents be dealing with this? When a child is feeling something, uh, they can go to the parent, talk about it, and then they go to, if there's, if there's a need, go to an expert, go to a specialist. Because you only have so many hours in the day to teach stuff in schools. Go ahead. You're assuming that parents will automatically be accepting, and a lot of parents are not accepting and even if even if you have a fundamental disagreement so you're okay with the school going behind the parents back no, so you're 14 i get that fine with the school going behind the parents back. but that's what they want to do i would encourage many people to become better you know to not be uh anti-trans to but we're not but this is not colin i'm not anti-trans i too have a lot of friends and i can name them and they've been on my show many times this is not anti-trans this is anti-bill and you got to make the differentiation yes but here's the thing imagine you uh you were a kid in school and there were some uh let's say disabled kids at your school right and your school decided to talk about disabilities. You currently were not, uh, you, you at the time were not disabled. Right. So, uh, but even if... But uh, I wouldn't be questioning, disabled, I wouldn't be told to question whether or not I was disabled. I mean, the thing is this. What, this is something, in my opinion, that should be taught at home, you know, or dealt with outside of school. Again, because, because the majority of kids aren't dealing with this. And, you know, we, uh, government is elected by majority. Colin, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I mean, I get where you're coming from. But the whole issue here is that, as we're finding out, most of the people who elected the governor don't want this.
And that's why he's walking it back. That's why we spent hours talking about it. And again, you know, it's the needs of the many, the needs of the one. You only have so many hours in the day to teach anything. And there's so many things being left out of school. But to teach, you know, in school that it's okay to go behind your parents' back and the teachers aren't allowed to tell the parents, it puts the teacher in a bad position. Not to mention what it does to the child. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. This really wasn't what I was going to talk about this hour, and you know, coming up after traffic, I'll have something new. But basically, my thing here is, unless you want to talk about it, is it the government's job to give the people what they want? Why we put them in the line of goods they sell us to get the vote, or is it their job that once they get in, to give us what they think we should have? You know, what they're going to bring, lead us into the future, kicking and screaming, whatever their vision of the future is. And in this situation, you know, we're going to take five-year-olds and teach them about transgender. Okay, we're going to take uh, kids and uh, not bust them, or if they get busted for smoking pot on the boardwalk, we're not going to tell their parents. Where does this come from? Who are we, you know, how are we making things better with this? There's so many things we could be teaching kids in school. What we really need to be teaching kids in school is more about each other. That's why I say every, every month, different nationality. So we all learn about all of us. Black History Month, great idea. Latino History Month, Italian History Month, Polish History Month, Jewish History Month, Muslim History Month. Let's learn about everybody. Now we all get along better. You know, what is it we want to teach our children? What should government be concentrating on? Property taxes? How to make it affordable for us to live in New Jersey? How to make it affordable for us to be able to retire in New Jersey and not think about this as a state that's, that we're passing through or a state that people will not be able to retire in? We'll be talking about that. 1-800-283-101.5. And if you're tired of city life and need a change, you need Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Rob is an expert at taking advantage of this seller's market. Craig and Mary decided to sell their Tom's River home because they wanted to relocate to a more rural part of New Jersey. They called Rob, and it was over in a blink. In a whirlwind 11 days, they had 25 showings and multiple offers. It sold for $368,100 which was $18,100 over the list price. Then Rob's team also helped them purchase their new ideal home. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob and his team have buyers lined up to create an auction-like effect with buyers competing for your home and driving up the price. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com and start packing. Here's fast traffic. Good day. By Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan, one of the largest garden centers in New Jersey. They sell wholesale to the public. They grow what they sell with the largest selection of tropicals, hanging plants, annual flats, roses, and much more. Visit maplefarmnj.com. Their prices are insane. Steve Trevelisse, 1 800 283 101.5. All right. What is it you want from your government? Do you want to decide uh, why you're electing them, or do you elect them so that they could decide where they want to lead you? 
1-800-283-101.5. Dan's in Dover on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Dan. Hey, I think it should be technically up to the parents, not the, uh, you know, not the school. But what I don't understand is, and, uh, you know, I thought the article I read in New Jersey, besides the transgender, they were also going to teach kids that it's okay to relieve stress to play with yourself a few times a day. How come nobody is bringing that up? Are they going to teach that? I did not see that, but you know what? Uh, I think I read that in in (laughs) NewJersey.com. How do you relieve stress, Dan? Yeah, that was supposed to be part of the curriculum. Wait a minute, Dan. How do you relieve stress? Well, the same way. Uh-huh. So, uh, so I just, Dan, I just, I, no, I just, I just read, I just uh-huh. read that, and it just said it just doesn't seem that Dan. anybody, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but it just doesn't seem anybody's bringing that up too, you know. Uh, it sounds like you need to relieve some stress, Dan. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll get off the phone now. Thanks for the call, to New Jersey 101.5. Well, there's the promo, Jordan. Okay, <laughs> there's the promo. All right, one eight hundred. 283 101.5 uh, moving right along uh what are you pl- what are your plans you know you ever get that conversation uh you know from the girl's father what are your plans what are your plans with my state more and more people and we've talked about this you know we do uh we do lead the our biggest export in new jersey's population more and more people leave new jersey they get the hell out of new jersey uh now we got another survey aarp uh, is out with a new survey. Oh, God, you turn 50, AARP will say, your mail will be inundated with AARP. Uh, they're out with a new survey that further underscores New Jersey, Eric Scott wrote this, being less than a desirable place to retire due to the crushing cost of living and the highest in the nation property taxes. And he's right. Close to half the voters aged 50 plus have contemplated leaving New Jersey, as Gilbert Godfrey said. You know, what's the best part about New Jersey? Leaving New Jersey. Uh, 83% of those say they are likely to do so. And it sucks that when you get to the age of retirement, that not only can't you, not, you, know, you, know, can't you stay here, but you have no choice in the matter. Because you just can't afford to live here. People who have spent their entire lives here. People who don't want to leave. There are probably a lot of people around the country, and if you're listening on the app, call in, uh, who would love to be here in New Jersey, but had to leave because they can't afford it. Because the state just got away from them. From no fault of their own. And you have to wonder if you're starting out in New Jersey, if you're millennial, you know, if you're young and want to buy a house and looking to start, you know, plan your life. Are you thinking of New Jersey? You know, are you thinking of the idea that, you know, I'm going to buy a house in New Jersey. I'm going to settle down. I'm going to live my life here. Uh, and this is where it's going to end for me. My kids are going to come. The grandchildren are going to come. Or is it a state where you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to get anywhere to buy a house with plans that I'm going to one day have to relocate, with plans I'm going to have to one day have to move? 1-800-283-101.5. What are your plans in New Jersey? How old are you and what's your thought process? What are your plans? 
if you're settling down in New Jersey, can you stay here? And how much did you figure on having to put away for your retirement, for your pension, whatever, so that you can stay here? I know guys, I know ex-cops and military who got pensions of $75,000 a year and they have to leave because they can't afford to live in New Jersey. Is this the state we signed up for? Is this the government we signed up for? They're worried about, you know, sexuality in schools, and yet taxpayers who've spent their whole life in New Jersey have to leave New Jersey because they can't afford to live here anymore. So 1-800-283-101.5. I'm curious to know, like, if you're, if you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, and you're at that stage where, you know, you're buying a house, you're getting comfortable, you're settling in. Are you thinking in terms of, this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my life? Or are you thinking in terms of, I know I'm going to have to leave here someday, but I'm going to enjoy it while I can. And that really sucks that, you know, we're at that point. And I don't know, you know, what's ever going to be done about it. They're $200 billion in debt. How the hell they're going to get out of that? I don't know. I know how we're going to have to do it. 42% of homeowners, 36% of renters have considered leaving New Jersey. For what? Reasons for leaving. Lower taxes. Lower overall cost of living. Better weather climate. All right, lower taxes, 75%. More people want to go for the lower taxes. Okay, I get that. 73% lower overall cost of living. 44% better weather climate, so they'll go south. Better state-run or local government, 41%. Safer community, 22%. Closer live with family, okay, that's a reason to go, right? Health or health care, you want to breathe that clean air in Arizona, I get that. Mike's in Morristown on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Mad Men? Hey, hey Steve. Uh, great show, um, as always. But, you know, um, this hit me uh, two days ago. You know, I, I buy a lottery ticket once in a while. Right. And I like buying the uh, Jersey uh, Cash 6. It's only a dollar, and the top price is $4 million. That's more than enough uh, anybody needs. For but about a week in New I, Jersey, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, maybe a night in Wildwood, yeah. Right. And, um... Anyhow, um, I went to buy my pick six for uh, Thursday, and it went up to two dollars. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like, when does Jersey stop asking for more money? They don't. It's a dollar. Oh, you're right about that. And that's the biggest problem. People. You know, Mike, that's uh, the biggest problem. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. They'll always keep trying to get more. But I mean, what are you thinking here? What's the thought process? Are you planning to spend the rest of your life in New Jersey? And if you're going to leave New Jersey, what would be the biggest reason for leaving New Jersey versus the biggest reason for staying in New Jersey? You've had to think about it. You've had to make that decision. We'll talk about it more coming up. It's 830. Now the latest New Jersey. Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Get ready for summer. It's Jenkinson's Boardwalk Annual Easter Sale. Buy your discounted tickets Easter weekend, April 15th through the 17th online, on site. Buy one, get one $50 ride cards. Family plus 
$50 ride cards plus family fun packs for just $125. Visit Jenkinsons.com for details. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. AARP has come out with a survey. And Eric Scott wrote about it on NJ1015.com, basically saying that uh, more and more people as they get older getting out of New Jersey. A uh, new survey, close to half of all voters age 50-plus have contemplated leaving, and 83% of those say they are likely to do so. Now, my producer Jordan's in here. You're 23 years old. Yes. Are you planning on spending the rest of your life in New Jersey? It would be basically impossible. Why? I can't even afford, let's say, an outhouse in New Jersey in someone's backyard. Probably can't even afford that. So how the hell can you plan a state for the future if you can't figure out a way to keep people spending their lives here? If the idea is that people are not going to spend their life here, why would you want to be here in the first place? You'd want to be someplace where you could say, this is where I want to stay. I could settle. I have the possibility of spending the rest of my life here. Family, kids, grandkids, all that. Yeah, I don't see that in my picture just because it's pretty unreasonable just how expensive it how expensive it is and also just finding the right place to live if you find one town you really like you probably really can't afford it. Back to the expensive. So that's it. So everything else if you had the money you would stay. Probably. I mean, I like the distance to the beach. I like that we have mountains. We have a variety of things here to offer. Right. So I love that. But we don't love the fact we don't make any money in order, to be, in order to afford it. Yeah, and it's just really screwed up the way it's set up. So, like, the one thing that would keep, the one, the most biggest reason, and whatever you make in your retirement is not easy to keep people here. We're talking about people aging out. You know, like I said, I got police officers who made $75,000 a year in pension. They get that every year. And they can't stay here. It's ridiculous. You know, and same thing with uh, military guys. You know, they, they put in their time, and you want to set up a place that you can retire to. And here, we're not able to do that. And I uh, got the thing here with the biggest reasons, right? Uh, 50 to 64, okay, considered leaving in the past year. Fifty to Age 50 to 64, almost half the people considered moving out. 31% over 65 uh, those that are making 50000 forget, not going to make that. 43% have thought about leaving. How can they afford to stay? How much money do you have to make to live in New Jersey to begin with? You have to make about six figures in order to cover it. Yeah. I mean, I was born into New Jersey. I'm kind of, I'm living home. And unless I want to move out of my mom's house, I got to start making bank. Otherwise, I'm living there till I'm 30 probably. Yeah. And again, you know, so you don't, you don't see yourself moving out till you're 30? No, I wait. I hope it's way before that. But honestly, with if I'm trying to stay in New Jersey, you might can. be a while. Yeah. Yeah. All right, kiddo. 1-800-283-101.5. What about you? You know, should I stay or should I go? We've talked about this before. You're going to stay in New Jersey. You're going to leave New Jersey. But now we have more and more surveys saying that people have contemplated leaving because they can't afford to stay here. And the state is doing nothing to make it easier for us to stay. They're worried about uh, when they're going to teach sexuality to kids. They're not worried about your property taxes. They're not worried about getting you to a place where you could settle down and live in New Jersey. We just have, you know, house prices are going through the roof. We've had more people coming down from New York. 
But when you're moving, when you're thinking of a location, and New Jersey is such a great location because we have everything, but you also have to take into consideration, can you stay here the rest of your life? And how much money do you think it takes in order to be able to do that? 1-800-283-101.5. When you put kids through college, say, so you got the average family, right? You have uh, 2.4 children, right? So you got two kids. And uh, you're going to grow old. The kids want to go to college. You're going to either put them through college or assist them through college. And now you want to settle down. Is it possible that this could even happen in New Jersey? Is it possible, you know, that vision that, you know, one day our grandchildren will come to this house and see, you know, when you were a kid, you went to grandma, grandpa's house, and it was the house that mom and dad or dad grew up in. Heather's in Deppard on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Heather. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. I was listening to your folks wanting to move out of New Jersey over 50. Right. What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, the same thing. We're making uh, over six figures, and I can't even do it. My husband just retired from the union, and I'm still working, and they're stealing all your money, right? Income tax, property tax, all that good stuff. Things out the wazoo, so... How can you do it, right? Yeah, and you make over six figures, and, and you can't live in New Jersey. What? The, how do you build a future? How does a state build a future, knowing that people in it can't build a future? That's right, and I liked your statement, too, on they're more worried about teaching what's going on with, uh, it'll be 50 shades of gray in second grade next, right? Like, what the hell are we doing? Let's get, get, let's get going on what's important. Important is keeping people here, Good people working, good people paying into the tax system, your cops, your firemen, all that good stuff, people contributing, and they're running us out on the rail, right? It's almost like they don't, it's it's a bait and switch. You know, they want you thinking one thing because they know they can't do the other. You know, so let's let's focus on what we're teaching in schools because we have no idea how to run government. We have no idea how to save money. We have no idea how to cut your property taxes, which are more than anywhere else in the world. And why, and why should true. it be? When you look at the size of this state. The nation. Yeah. That's right. A- and the yet. In the nation. I did mortgages for 25 years, and we are the highest in the nation. So it's like, come on, guys. You got high income tax. You got high property tax. You got the salt tax limits with um, local and state taxes. You can write off up to $10,000 on your federal. But if you paid more on mortgage interest and uh, property taxes and income tax, you paid 18000 out, you can only write up to ten. So now you're getting double taxed on the federal side of it, too. It's a mess. No, and how many people have you seen, move, you know, have you mortgaged are actually moving out? You're seeing it more and more. And what I'm reading, too, is people even, like you say, well into the six figures. you got two people making six figures. They're out of here because they're planning and realizing they're going to get their money taken with all the taxes and, you know, lack of... How do we just get money back into the schools without overtaxing these retired folks? And we're, I'm going to be one of them soon, too. I don't want to hand it all over. So I'm thinking about where am I going to go next? And lived here my whole life. Moved here when I was three in 1972. So it's kind of sad. But It really is. You know, it really is, you know, that you can't spend the rest of your life in the state that you love. Heather, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mary, hang out. 1-800-283-101.5. Why would you stay in New Jersey? Why would you have to leave New Jersey? Jersey Radio. Brought to you by Sesame Place. It's time to come to Sesame Place in Langhorn, Pennsylvania, with whirling rides, splashing slides, and award-winning parade. And the all-new Big Birds Tour Bus now open. 
and get a free gift with the purchase of a season pass through April 18th. It's time to laugh and play again at Sesame Place. 1-800-283-101.5 AARP survey. Almost half of people, 50 plus, have considered leaving New Jersey. Where are you? Mary's in Medford on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mary. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing fine. I I just wanted to, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, we moved here in 1978. Right. And we paid less than 100000 for our house. Now our house is probably worth... Five fifty, but um, all the homes because we'd like to stay here. All the homes being built around us are like six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah, and who's supposed to afford that? You know, we live in a world now where salaries are getting forced down. And the uh, prices are going up, and how are we supposed to be able to do that in New Jersey? Well, it's just amazing that, like, we're older, and we would like to stay in this area, but we can't afford to sell our home to move into one of the newer homes because they're worth more than our home. That's the problem. You know, that, so, so what are you going to do? Well, my husband has arthritis, and um, we have a lot of stairs in our house, so we have, to, we have to think about moving, but he loves living in the forest. Uh-huh. So, he loves living in the forest? Is he Robin Hood? Are you made, Marion? <laughs> <laughs> no, we live really in the forest. Okay, I like that. Uh, you know what? Uh, find a way, because you know you don't want to leave, and I hate to leave, and I don't want to go anywhere, but it just sucks that we live in a state where we even have to entertain this. That You pay. You think about the entire lifetime of living in New Jersey and how much money you've given the state in taxes, um, no matter in the different places that you've lived, and now when all is said and done, you can't even sit back and, uh, you know, look at what you've accomplished and say, you know, to think I did all that and this is where I want to stay and enjoy it. No, you're going to have to one day, you know, when you get into your 60s or maybe 70s, you're going to have to pick up and move to go to a place that's foreign. I'm sorry, may I say it again? I said we're past that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is where it's going to be. 1-800-283-101.5. So, yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is where we are in New Jersey. Now, we have another survey telling us that more and more people want to leave New Jersey. Is this government, you know, is this the job that government does? That more and more people are being forced out? Through no fault of their own. You know, not because, uh, you know, they, they, they want to leave or they can't wait to get out of here or whatever, you hear people complaining about it, but because they simply can't afford to stay. 1-800-283-101.5. The older we get, the more we're forced to get out of New Jersey. The, the, the more the clock is ticking. And this is uh, Eric Scott's blog on NJ1015.com. AARP out with a new survey. 
that further underscores New Jersey being a less than desirable place to retire because of the crushing cost of living and the highest in the nation property taxes. Thanks a lot. I can't say thank you, Governor Murphy. Thank you, Governor Murphy. Dominski and Doyle. You got no- I'll tell you what's getting you through the night. You and me, Steve Trevelis. Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Uh, Gemini. Johnny Gemini Lombardi's going to be here. Mark Riccadonna's going to be here. I think Rich Carucci's coming in. We're going to have a, a fun time will be had by all. We give you uh, a question, multiple choice question. And all you got to do is get it right. You have four shots to get this right. And if you get this right, we are going to hook you up with tickets to see either uh, Cindy Williams and me, myself, and Shirley, which was uh, taking place at the Bucks County Playhouse, and that's going to be uh, next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Or this weekend, uh, April 16th, we've got Michael Cabanara, and he's going to be at the uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center. He's supposed to be calling in right now. I just uh, sent the letter out there. Uh, I just sent an email to the publicist saying, hey! So hopefully we'll be hearing from him soon. But in the meantime, you know, while we wait for Michael to call in, uh, you know the carbon Michael the carbon arrow effect on True TV. When uh, when Impractical Jokers is not on True TV, uh, you get to see uh, the carbon arrow effect on True TV. And uh, Michael's taking a show on the road. We're going to hear from him hopefully uh, shortly when he calls in. But in the meantime, uh, talking magic. Are you in? If you're into magic. Who is your favorite magician? And can you, you know, what's the greatest magic trick that you've ever seen? Or what's the best magic trick that you've ever figured out? If you perform it, I'd love to know. If you want to tell us the secrets, right? There was a, there was a show, I think, was it Fox or UPN, The Masked Magician? And he would come out and he would tell how the tricks were done and all that. But are you fascinated by magic? 1-800-283-101.5. Who's the magician that just blew you away? New Jersey's got some great magicians. David Copperfield, David Copperfield is from Jersey. So if uh, have you ever been interested in magic? What's a magic trick that you can do? Or a magic trick that you've seen your friends do? Like Johnny Gemini Lombardi's coming in here. Uh, he is amazing. And uh, he's a comic magician. And I've seen him work. You know, I've opened for him. I've seen him do shows. And, of course, he's here every Wednesday night. And we'll talk a little magic with him. But 1-800-283-101.5. If you're fascinated by magic, what is it? You know, what's the best trick you've ever seen? What's the one that completely blew you away? And that you try to figure out how it's done. You ever see anybody screw up a magic trick? You ever go to a show and the guy, like, for whatever reason, it doesn't work or doesn't know what he's doing? Card tricks are one thing. You know, the simple stuff, table to table. But, uh, you know, the real upper echelon magic tricks. The ones that are performed by people like Michael Cabanaro, who joins me now. Michael, how are you? 
I'm doing great. Hey, how are you, Steve? Uh, you know, I'm doing fantastic. This is going to be one hell of a show. You have performed over 500 comically perplexing and improbable feats of magic on the Carbonaro Effect on True TV, and you're coming to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center this Saturday night. What can we expect? You are going to be pranked, you are going to be fooled, and you are going to be lied to. Love it. Love it. It's so New Jersey. You should never, you should be like, you could be governor here. Well, I'm from Long Island originally. Uh -huh. So, you know, I got, uh, I, I learned how to lie. Yeah. Growing up. Uh, <laughs> but then you moved to Marlboro, right? I'm lying, though. <laughs> I think that people, you know, like magicians are good, are good because they, they're honest about the fact that they're lying. Yeah. And how do you get the trust of people who know that you're lying? And that it's your job to lie to them. No, it's so true because on the TV show, you yeah. know, the Carbonaro effect, I, I'm performing, you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's a hidden camera show and I'm performing for people who don't know I'm a magician. Right. So I'm kind of, you know, uh, but obviously when people come to see me live, they know I'm a magician. Right. So it's interesting to see that, you know, it doesn't stop me from being able to fool them. I layer the realities in this show so wildly. I get people up on stage to help me out. They don't know what's going on. They get pranked. I come down to the audience, and I'm still pranking people. <laughs> it's just it's really, it's a wild, you know, it's a really fun, family-friendly, good time. And you can bring the kids. Everybody could have a blast. It's either, on the true TV, it's either you or Impractical Jokers, 24-7. And I can't come up with two better shows. Yeah. It's great. You know, Merkham's in here a lot. They're great guys, too. They're oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Now, when you're starting out, right, uh, did you did you ever street hustle? I mean, did you ever, you know, uh, just get, practice the act on regular people? Sure. I mean, I, I I learned doing, like, birthday party gigs. That was my thing. I mean, I, I, I put myself through NYU by performing on weekends, you know, doing, like, birthday parties and communions and bar mitzvahs. And I think that's kind of where I learned how to perform literally for like all ages at the same time. It was like, I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be hip, but I can't swear. And I have to like, you know, hit the adults on their level, but I also have to get the kids laughing. So it was a great way to kind of like hone the ability to do that. You've never had it easy. Cause I mean, you're doing that. You're trying to impress kids, which are the hardest to impress and you're doing it with magic. And uh, then you start doing comedy clubs, which is even harder to do. I mean, you did not have an easy road, Michael Carbonaro, to get where you are. Did you ever screw up a trick, or did you ever, even in a situation, like, get nervous or whatever at a party or worry about screwing up? Was it just so automatic for you now? Oh, man, I screw up all the time. I mean, half of, people are like, you're good at improvising. I'm like, if you knew half of the stuff I'm, like, refixing in my head after I messed it up and you didn't know I messed it up and I'm going <laughs> back and fixing it before you find out, you know, that's part of the game. I, I would say there was a few times, though, where I... I got myself into a jam I couldn't get out of. I, I was doing this, I think it was at a, a Knights of Columbus. They were having some celebration, and I was doing this trick where someone was going to choose any word from the dictionary, and I was going to reveal that it was written on my arm, you know, since before the show started. So I do this, I, they land on the word, they pick the word, and all of a sudden I remembered I forgot to write the word on my arm before the show. Uh-oh, what happened? And I'm just standing there with my pants down and trying to convince them that I knew you were going to pick the word lumberjack. 
<laughs> and you were okay. That's where you really got to trust me. Yeah, that was a bad one. All right, now, you've been on Jimmy Kimmel. You've been on Conan. You've been on Jay Leno. All right, who was the best of the three? Uh, Jay was so good to me. It's hard to not say Jay. I mean, he had me back on the show eight times, and I got to do my own you know, whole segment on that show. But I think my favorite was, uh, I got to say Conan. I've loved him for so, so long. He He's just the greatest, and it was really generous, and that was a real dream come true to get to sit next to him. He's got, you know, he's got a very, very open comedic mind, and you have to, to be able to come up with the bits that he comes up with, as do you. You know, when you decide to become a magician and you decide to go into television, you've got to come up with stuff that's yours and nobody else's. How hard was right. that for you to do, Michael? It is tough. It's, um, you know, and it takes a long time because, you know, you, you got to do like, this is an all new tour that I'm doing right now. Cause I was touring before the pandemic with it, you know, and I've had people writing, like, come back, you know, come back to New Jersey and do another show, a brand new show. And I'm like, Oh my, yeah, that's kind of hard to just whip out a whole another, you know, hour and a half of material. So it's, it's difficult. You get that seed of an idea, you try it out. And, and I, I hit the clubs out here in LA and I'm just like, you know, you have an idea in your mind how it's going to go, but then you don't know where the laugh's going to be. And it's just workshopping it and doing it over and over. It finds it. And then by the time it's done, it's nothing like what you even thought it was going to be, but it's so original. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like not, it's almost like not trusting that you even knew what you were doing. You have to trust the process that is going to grow and develop into something. What's the and then it's so special. What's the greatest trick you ever pulled off? Your greatest magic trick. I would say I, I convinced somebody on the TV show that we encountered a, a legit time warp. There was a hole in the floor of this apartment building. <laughs> right. And anything you dropped in the hole in the floor fell through the hole in the ceiling. Instantaneously. Yeah. So he, you know, he would like pick up a can and write his name on it and drop it. It would fall through the hole in the ceiling. And then at the end, I went through the hole and came through the hole in the ceiling. Wow. Wow. It was really wild. And it was one of those ones that, gosh, I think I came up with the idea somewhere on season one, but it wasn't until season five that we finally figured out how we could pull it off. And that was a real good day. That is fantastic. Now, what's the goal? Do you, ha do you have a, tr a trick in mind, like a goal that one day you want to get to, or you just haven't thought of it yet? Uh, I, I feel like I always get to it at some point at some point i'm gonna find the one i mean that's the one that i remember sticking in my head is the one i never thought i would actually figure out how to do mm -hmm. and the way it's done steve and i'm gonna reveal it now you just have to peel back the fabric of time and actually open a time warp well thank god now, now we know okay now you've made it easy now you've you've explained it you've like, made it clear these tricks yeah. I'm like, how do we do it with a trick? How do we do it with a fake thing? How do we use invisible thread? Should I use a mirror? And I'm like, you know what? How about we just make a legit time warp? There you go. I'm in. And this Saturday night, Cabanaro live from space at the uh, NJ Pack. Michael Cabanaro, thanks so much for coming on, pal. Have a great show. Hey. Yeah. Hey, we're we're lies on stage is the tour. I think you were just talking about the old tour show name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at what I got here. Oh, it's it's lies on stage. Yeah, lies on stage. All right, even better. Lies on stage this Saturday night. Michael, enjoy. Best of luck. 
Hey, thanks a lot, man. Talk to you soon. You got it. one 800 Do you believe in magic? Let's talk. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. $1,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Listen weekdays for the Jersey Cash Code words and enter them on our app. Every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., there are new chances to win up to $10,000. Thanks to our sponsor, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet Parks, it's go time, baby. The $10,000 Jersey Cash Codes contest on New Jersey 101.5. by right, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Go to NJ. 1015.com. Get all the information on Cindy Williams, me, myself, and Shirley. You remember Laverne and Shirley, right? You remember happy days. We're giving away tickets to the show coming up at uh, 10 o'clock in Trevia. And also uh, the Cabanaro effect. This is going to be a great show. I just had Michael on. Uh, Cabanaro lies on stage. And that's going to be this Saturday night at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. We hook you up with a pair of tickets. All you got to do is get the question right. If you're a magician, if you're a fan of magic, uh, who's your favorite magician? What's, your fa- what's the best magic trick you have ever seen? Or what's the best magic trick that you can do? I would be worried. I couldn't do it because I would be worried that I would screw it up. You know, all eyes are on you and you know they're watching you deeper. Those guys have a resolve, you know, that... Uh, and I asked him, you know, did, did, you, did you ever screw it up? He goes, yeah, all the time. But the real secret to that is being able to screw it up without letting anyone know that you're screwing it up. And the way you do that, I mean, from a comedy standpoint, they don't know the jokes you're about to tell. So when you're up there, many times, like, I'm up there doing, like, you know, telling jokes, or whatever, you walk off stage going, I should have done that one, I forgot to do this one. But they don't know that. <laughs> they only know what they got. But to be a magician... And especially with kids. And like people are looking to find out, to get the secret. 1-800-283-101.5. What's the best magic trick you've ever seen? Who's your favorite magician? And have you ever seen a magic trick go wrong? Or did you ever see the magic trick and you can figure it out? Not so much with your friends, but with a professional magician. You go to the show. Like People are going to go fr- Saturday night. They're going to go see Michael Cabanaro at the uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center. And uh, they're going to end up trying to figure out. You know, they're, they're, they're looking to figure out how he's doing what he's doing. I couldn't even begin to imagine, you know, how that would work. But yet they do it all the time. You look at uh, David Blaine, you know, and some of the stunts that he's pulled. But 1-800-283-101.5. David Copperfield, have you ever gone to a magic show? We've talked about concerts. We've talked about uh, music. We've talked about comedy. What about, we've never done magicians. Who's your favorite magician? Have you ever gone to a magic show? What fascinates you, if at all, about magic? You know, if you're a magician, give me a call. How did you get into it? When you're a kid, you know, they, I remember we had this on 12th Street, we had this, it's called a head shop, and you go in there and buy, like, little magic tricks and stuff. But then, you know, some guys get hooked, and this is what they do. You know, uh, Michael Cabanaro got himself through NYU, hustling magic tricks on the weekends for kid parties and stuff. A lot of money in that. But for Michael to go into comedy afterwards and try and do it in comedy clubs, where you got, like, the opposite of the friendly audience... <laughs> 
1-800-283-101.5. The best magic trick you have ever seen. Or the best magic trick that you figured out. You know, I've um, worked with Penn & Teller down in Philadelphia. Or mostly, not, not uh, I worked with Penn Gillette. And um, there was a week that he was filling in on the Howard Stern show and he and I were co-hosting the show together and we would go every morning to uh, what was then the Adams Mark Hotel and have breakfast and, you know, just talk about magic and he would talk about, you know, and they even did a show where they would just tell you, all right, here's how he did it. And, you know, they'd show you the trick and they'd show you how he did it. Chris is in Wachung. What's up, Chris? Not much. I heard your call. I've been a magician since I was five years of age. Right. Uh, I, I grew up in the field. My father was a magician. All his friends were magicians. Um, I've seen, I can figure out almost any trick I see because a lot of them are based on not always original uh, things. A lot of them just play off other magicians' work. You know what to look for. A, yeah, I know what to look for. I've been, I've been a clown magician. I've been a regular magician. Uh, I've worked in the field all my life. Uh, I love uh, Carbonero Effect. He's a great magician. He uh, treat it. Good. Go ahead. David Copperfield is one of my favorites. I've I've met a lot of my idols. Um, I got to meet uh, Penn of uh, Penn and Teller. It's because he was friends with my dad. So it's like I've been around it since I said as a, as a small child. So he's a big boy, Angelette. Yes, he is. Yeah. All right now. Give yourself a plug. People want to hire Chris for magic. Where do we go? Um, I have a, I'm also, I'm a former stand-up comic. Um, I'm on Facebook as Chris Comic Man Cross or Chris Go the Super Clown. And I do all kinds of different parties and private affairs and shows. I can be reached at uh, ChrisGoTheClown at gmail.com. What's your best trick? Uh, my best trick uh, <laughs> when I'm doing kids' parties is making sure they don't figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. My best trick, making you disappear. <laughs> Good luck, pal. We'll talk soon. See what I did there? See I what, see, see that. what I did? Like some, Billy Crystal, eh? Some sleight of hand there. Sleight of hand. Hit the dump button. <laughs> All right. It is 930. Now, the latest New Jersey news brought to you by SellYourCarNow.com. SellYourCarNow.com wants to buy your car. Visit SellYourCarNow.com. Enter your license plate number. Get your quote. That's it. Looking for a new car? Save on a new Jeep during their Jeep celebration event. Visit SellYourCarNow.com. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevely's. Trevely coming up at 10. Michael Cabanara, I think it's going out. You can see the show at the uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center. Lies on stage. You can bring the kids. It's all ages. He does fun. He does children's parties. He did children's parties now. You got to go to NJ Pack, take the kids. Uh, also, uh, you got your choice. We got Cindy Williams and uh, me, myself, and Shirley. Uh, you remember Shirley Feeney? Had her on last night. Go to nj1015.com. Check out the blog where uh, we talk about when she decked Ron Howard in the Happy Days episode and uh, the lost uh, the lost trip to Atlantic City that her and Ron Howard and Sissy Spacek took uh, trying to find Atlantic City through Vineland, of all places. Um, that's up there. Also, uh, the concert for, Ke uh, for Ukraine uh, with all the rockers. And the story of the mayor, the Point Pleasant mayor, Paul Kanitra, and his trip to uh, Ukraine and what he saw at the border. 
all on nj1015.com. Uh, the tribute to Gilbert, all the Jersey comedians called in last night. What a night it was. Uh, what a sad event, losing Gilbert Gottfried. And uh, the tribute with all the comics weighing in is also up there. Get this guy off my television screen. You know, when you got a guy who uh, goes on a subway and shoots up 29 people, thank God there were no fatalities, you don't put him on television. You have to say his name, I guess. I wouldn't. I, I wish there would be a law that anybody that commits a crime or anybody that commits a murder doesn't get their name mentioned in the media, doesn't get their name mentioned on television. Now they're doing profiles of the guy. You know, and I'm seeing, like, his whole life, and I'm seeing his videos, and I'm seeing everything I don't want to see. I'm seeing everything this guy probably dreamed of when he did this in the first place. Are these guys wacky enough to do this kind of stuff for publicity? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, like I said before, you know, when uh, John Lennon died, George Harrison said, never mention his name, because that's what he wants. And then there was a record. Somebody put out like a Beatle parody song, like a big cartoon, a remake of Sgt. Pepper, and they actually put the guy's cartoon character in the album, which freaked everybody out. But that's me. I think like they should never, ever, ever. It should, it should be like against the law that, you know, when people commit crimes, their stories don't. I mean, they have the law that, you know, you can't profit off the crime. I think they have another law. You shouldn't get any publicity from the crime. I remember uh, Joker uh, when he was on the cover of Rolling Stone when him and his brother shot up in New York. I want to know the 283 101.5, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. Magic. Do you believe, do you believe in magic like John Sebastian says? My, my second interview ever. But have you ever seen it done badly? You know, have you ever been like, you're watching it, you go, I know what this guy's doing. And you got to be really bad that you can allow that to happen. But what's the greatest, like the best magician you've ever seen or the best magic show that you've ever gone to where you were just so blown away by what's happening? You know, sometimes like the, the tricks are just so rapid or you don't even, you don't see what's coming. I have been to Penn and Teller shows. And Penn and Teller, you know, they're, they're, as they're doing what they're doing, they're basically debunking everything else around them. So you're really believing that, you know, are these guys really doing magic or are they just messing with me? Because they're telling, here's how we did this. Here's how we did that. Here's how we did this. Here's how we did that. I got the book Penn and Teller play with their food. And it's phenomenal, you know. And uh, Michael Cabanaro, you know, he took magic and, uh, you know, turned it into pranks and turned it into all kinds of comedy bits and stuff like that. Johnny Gemini Lombardi does that. You know, I, watch, I work with Johnny, uh, and he's a comic magician. He's also a ventriloquist. He does everything, Johnny. He'll be in here in about 15 minutes. You're supposed to be in here at 930, but he'll be in here hopefully at 10 o'clock. My car broke down. I don't know, you know. Anyway, 1-800-283-101.5. But... When you see the magic trick, you're sitting there going, eh, I got this. Are you impressed by, you know, you're not going to believe in the magic. I get that. You know, like Michael says, well, just believe that we opened up a hole in the universe. No, no, you're not going to believe that. Does it bother you that you can't figure it out? You know, that you're so fooled that you're like, oh, come on. 
But some of them, you just got to sit there. I mean, you know, and just nod your head, tip your hat. That, you know, they're able to pull this off. What's the best magic trick that you have ever seen? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm going to see what I can find here. I'm going to type in best magic trick ever. And uh, here we got David Copperfield Death Saw. That was in 1995. David Blaine Levitation. Didn't he live in ice for a while? That could have been easy. Uh... David Copperfield flying in 1995. Tom Mullica smoking trick 1996. What's yours? 1-800-283-101.5. You've been thinking about ending a pet to your family. My friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. New Jersey's news. 1-800-283-101.5. So why is everybody sitting uh, in the producer room and nobody's sitting in the studio? Look at this. There's like, a, there's like a party going on in there. Meanwhile, over here, Mr. Lonely is... Uh, Talking about magicians, sometimes I like to get a topic that nobody's going to call on, just to keep you honest, you know? I, I could do those easy guitar players and drums and stuff like that, blow up the phones, but sometimes I want to get a topic that nobody's going to call on, that I'm talking to myself for the last half hour. And this would be it when it comes to magic. I guess nobody believes in magic. Uh, for some reason, like I said, I've got... Uh, Three comics in the other room. Nobody's walking into this room. So uh, I'll just uh, entertain and talk to you. Who needs them anyway? All right. Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. There we go. Finally, somebody on the phone. I'll answer the phone, really. Hi, Caller. You're on the air. What's going on? Yeah, this is uh, Penn. Penn Gillette of Penn and Teller. Yeah, this is Penn, Penn, Penn Gillette. It's a cheap imitation of Penn Gillette, but I'll buy it. Go ahead. No, no, it's Penn. It's Penn. What do you want to do? Test me. My friend Doc Swan right. was just listening uh, to the show and called me up and told me I had to call in because you were talking about me. Are you serious? This is really Penn Gillette. Yeah, serious? Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm going to ask you something, if you remember this, okay? Did you yeah. ever fill in? What was the radio station in Philadelphia? Stern. Did we do a thing for Stern? You yeah. and me, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. How are you? I'm doing very well. I can't believe and, uh, you're on the air. Yeah, well, I, you, you, Carbonaro is doing our theater, right? You're talking about Carbonaro? Uh-huh. You know, I'm not here on the show. I'm just having my friend Doc report back. Doc's one of the greatest um, sideshow performers and magicians. He's the one that taught me fire eating. And he's listening to you right. in his car now. Oh, that's fantastic. Hi, Doc. Ben, it is so great to hear you. I remember the show that you and Teller did in Philadelphia all that week at the Schubert Theater. And then you and I worked on YSP, and we would have breakfast after the show at the Adams Mark Hotel. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, that was, that was 100 years ago. I know, I know. So much has happened. And you really got launched. I mean, you know, at that, from that point, you went on to, you know, all kinds of radio, voiceover work, as well as magic. When you watch magic today... How different is it? You know, because you're watching just from to be able to debunk everybody. 
Well, the big, the big, the big difference, and that's a wonderful difference, is that you know, uh, twenty years ago, everyone in Magic looked like me. They were all old white guys. Right. And now we do our show. Fool us. There are people that are not, uh, you know, gender specific. There are people that not identify as white. There are people that don't uh, identify as, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, heterosexual. It's it's fabulous, and that whole new blood has made it so, you know, on our show, we see all sorts of people with new ideas. You know, the Internet opened things wide open. As you know, magic... Uh, 25 years ago, I mean, it was the International Brotherhood of Magicians, the Magic Circle right. in London didn't even let women in until the 90s. And now it's, it's, it's blown wide open, and it's, it's really great. You know, there's so many wonderful magicians doing such, uh, such crazy stuff. It's, it's, it's fabulous, and they're doing stuff that, you know, fools the hell out of me, and I love it. And it's so much, yeah, you're right, it expanded. It wasn't so closed. And with all that expansion came all these great ideas. How hard is it to full pendulette now? <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, I don't like to think it's too easy, but right. um, it, it, people always joke on uh, on Fool Us that it's not Fool Us, it's Fool Teller, because Penn doesn't know anything. <laughs> Teller knows a lot more than I do. But, uh, yeah, you know, I love, I love, love, love being fooled. You don't get into magic uh, in order to fool people. You get into magic because you love being fooled. And um, we we love that get to do that on the show, and you know Carbonaro does uh, does great great stuff, and he's uh, it's the first time we're letting someone else into our theater while we go and tour Australia. Carbonaro's oh. going to be here. He's amazing. He's amazing. As are you. You've been at this for so long, Pendulet. Is it? Are you? Do you ever get to the point like? Do you still have that ultimate magic trick that you want to do? Is it hard to keep coming up with ideas to top yourselves? You know, it isn't. I don't think of it in ways of trying to top ourselves. I just think of it as what neat stuff do we want to do. I mean, uh, we are in a just a beautiful situation. We have a theater here, you know, the, the conveniently named Ben and Teller Theater here in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we have a wonderful crew. Some people have been with us 30 years. And we put together stuff that we'd like to see and get to do it. It's just a, it's just a thrill. And uh, we've got, you know, we, we put in new stuff all the time. Most people in Vegas, you know, they come out here, they do one show for the rest of their lives and play golf. And we are doing, uh, well, we'll put, be putting in a new bit tomorrow night and put in a new bit last night. And we're putting in uh, new stuff all the time and just love doing it. I have, uh, I have no complaints, you know. Um, I, I, uh, I, I don't do magic because, um, because we're trying to top ourselves. I do magic because I, I love doing tricks that people like, and I, I love getting these ideas. That's fantastic. I've got a guy who worships you, a big fan. His name is Gemini, Johnny Lombardi, and he's here now to say hi, Johnny. Hey, Gemini. How you doing, buddy? Oh, my God. This is, I know, stupid. I'm a magician myself, and I do have a question for you. I watch Shoot. all of the shows where people could beat, you know, beat you, and you, you know, you and your partner discuss it, and it's so honest, so honest. It watches so many people and attracts into magic. I can't tell you as a magician, my, my shows get more people you know, in the audience, and I, I started to kind of, you know, it's always the night after your show, <laughs> you know. 
But uh, one question, and here it is. When you're doing the magic, when you get a new trick that's just awesome, awesome, when you do it, are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it to see the look on those people's faces that you just played? You played God for a minute, man. <laughs> Great question. Okay. So, I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if I've ever hit that, but uh, but I sure you know there is there is there was one night we were playing um, the Hammersmith Apollo in London, and we have a trick that um, that's I think one of our best, and I'm I'm real proud of it. And it you know some nights though things just go a little bit better, and there was one night it was in the summer in London and it was sold out uh, over 3000 people uh-huh. and there was one moment that there's a reveal in the show when an audience member turns into teller and everything you know you you always function at about you know 60 or 70% but that night we got lucky and everything just hit and i heard the entire audience just go <sighs> All wow. at once, and I got to tell you, it—it's uh, one of the one of the greatest feelings of my life. You know, you don't get it often, but yeah. once in a while, when you, you do, right? <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you very much, Ben. Thanks so much for calling in. It's been a pleasure. Call anytime, anytime you're in Jersey, whatever. You're always welcome. Thank you again. Okay, thanks so much for having me on, and uh, I want to give my love again to Doc Swan. If you get a chance to see him anywhere, you'll go see him. He'll kill you. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. You got it. Take care, Penn. All right, coming up, trivia. Jersey Radio. Now the show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry. That's trivial Steve Trevelisse. Uh, What a night this has become. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And uh, Trevi is a very simple game. We give you uh, the question. Five categories to choose from. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Multiple choice questions. And if you get them right, you get a choice. You could have tickets to see uh, Michael Cabanaro at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. It's going to be an amazing show. Michael Cabanaro lies on stage. That's going to be this Saturday night. We got Cindy Williams, um, me, myself, and Shirley at the Bucks County Playhouse next weekend. We've got tickets to see uh, Uncle Floyd, Julia Scotty, and myself at the Brookhart Theater this weekend. And... Uh, those are your choices. It is that simple. And to help me ask the questions, we got on my right, my left, man, I've been trying to get in here for years, and it finally happened, Rich Carucci, the yeah. very funny comic. How are you, pal? Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. Happy to be here. Where'd you get the sunburn from? Uh, it's high blood pressure. Oh, high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Makes people feel like he's on vacation, That's right? right? Uh, Johnny Gemini Lombardi, who just had his wildest dreams fulfilled, he got to ask Pendulette a question. I, and you gave it to me. Thank you very much. I'll be dreaming about that. Well, Penn and Teller, just out of nowhere, calling your show. Come on. They're well, listeners. I, I'm, they're I'm, listeners. I'm waiting. No, they're you know, in Vegas. That, that was awesome. That, you know and what? And then get to ask him like a really magic question. You asked a question. I mean, you know what? It's I, I was shocked that he called because I hadn't I talked to him in what, 40 years? You know, about the 80s. And I, I'm a big fan always because now when I see him, you know, I once worked with him. And Mark Riccadon is on my right. Huge yes. fan of the Pendulite yeah. podcast. Oh, I love his podcast. And the man who set this up is on the phone. Doc Swan. Doc, thank Thank you so much for calling. How are you? I'm great, guys. I'm great. Good show tonight. 
Thank you. How did how did you get the Penn Gillette? How did this happen? I, I can't. I did. Why would I have Penn Gillette's phone number? I can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> what up, Doc? So wait a minute. Were you, uh, so I, uh, Penn and I go way back. Penn, uh, Penn is the man. He's my uh, brother from another mother. We we've known each other forty some years, I'd say. And, wow. And um, I I started to give you a call when I first was. You know, I've listened to the show forever, and I'm always driving. Uh-huh. And so I a lot of times. I think I'll call in because just about always I can add something to whatever you're talking about. I'm Please. Like, yeah, maybe someday they'll start talking about magicians, and that's when I'll call in. <laughs> so, uh, so, so my surprise. But uh, you got off on uh, going uh, talking about Penn, and I knew that he'd get a charge out of that. He's always uh, interested in putting a plug in for his own show, So, uh, which he did. <laughs> I was shocked. He's got his own theater in Vegas. How about that? <sighs> Yeah, nice, nice, yeah. And uh, the uh, I, I didn't want to bother him. I was going to call him today because I know that he's uh, probably very, very broken up about the loss of his friend. And I, uh, oh, I'm sorry I, to hear that. He's given him a day or so to go. He was very close with Gilbert, you know. He, the, the two of them were close. Oh. And um, I thought, well, you know, he gets a charge out of calling in. But the reason I'm calling is because yes. I told him to tell you that I performed in your studio one time for Spadia. When? For Spadia? Uh, Did you make him disappear? Ago, yeah. Why didn't you make him yeah. disappear? I got, yeah. John <laughs> wants his time <laughs> slot. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I know. I had to, I, I, I had to just set the alarm to be out there. I, uh, God, the time. I, I didn't even know there was an eight in the morning until they told me I had to be there. But they, uh, I was, um, I perform out at Six Flags for Halloween, and they okay. and the and the park arranged it, so we all came out and did a little bit. And uh, I'm actually you you videotaped it, and it's on YouTube. I I much to my surprise, I didn't know that that was going to happen. But there I am in the studio doing some uh, some sideshow acts. But that's great. Uh, it, 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 yeah, that that reminds me. I'm really my I'm a comedy magician, and I do variety acts, and the variety acts include sideshow acts. Uh-huh. And Penn tells everybody, I'm a sideshow guy. And right away, that conjures up <laughs> the image of, of covered with tattoos and piercings and et cetera. No, that's not it. I worked in the old sideshows under canvas uh, 40-some years ago. And, wow. And now I How'd do, you get uh, the name Dr. Swan? We, uh, well, I was going to be a doctor, but I didn't have the patience. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up too. That's the funny part, you know. Uh, no, I actually true story. I had the nickname Doc before I was uh, a, a full time professional uh, because my first car was a it was an ambulance. I bought a '56 Cadillac ambulance and used it as a as a car. Everybody called me Doc, and uh, now because my show is. Um, uh, it can vaguely be mistaken, you know, or uh, I could substitute for like a, a uh, medicine man. And so people think I took the nickname because of the show, or the stage name, but no, I had the, the, the nickname first. I like God. that. Uh, now you're an MD. Yeah. Now, now, where are you going to be, Doc? Where can we plug you? Well, the, what I'd like to say is if I have any uh, Great Adventure fans out there, be sure to let uh, Great Adventure know they'd like to have me back again. And uh, I do Fright Fest, and then last year I did uh, Holiday in the Park, two, two great, great events that they have there at the park. And I uh, I just love working there. And 
And uh, I'm going to be at uh, Sparta Stage in Sparta, New Jersey, on the 24th. It's a matinee right. show, a 2 o'clock show there. So okay. uh, it is. Nice, nice little stage. Uh, Joe and his wife uh, run a beautiful little stage, privately owned up there, and I've done it a couple of times, and that's that's the next time I'll be working. But yeah, that's com if they want to look it up on, on, the, uh, on the Internet, but be sure to tell Grade A that I want to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. I will let them know. And you're welcome anytime, Doc. Keep in touch. Excellent. Excellent. Keep up the great work, man. Take care now. You got it. Thank you. Doc Swan. How Doc about Swan. that? That's How about amazing. Doc Swan. Dude's right? been in the business 40 years. Legendary. Just figured out there's two eights on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love it. We're going to start Love this it. whole thing at the fast traffic. Buy SellYourCarNow.com, SellYourCarNow.com. Once you buy your car, visit SellYourCarNow.com, enter your license plate number and get your quote. That's it. Looking for a new car? Save on a new Jeep during their Jeep celebration event. Visit SellYourCarNow.com. How about this, Seth? Penn Gillette calls in. Doc Swan calls in. It's a magical kind of night, boys. Rich Carucci. Rich Carucci doesn't call in. He just shows up. <laughs> Johnny Gemini Lombardi shows up. Mark Riccadonna vigorously takes texting on his phone, not paying attention. <laughs> just throws out a line every now and then, walks away, picks it up where you left <laughs> off. Who could follow this? Who could follow this? There's only one man that could follow all this. I think I know who it is. Who that is? Raymond Verracoe. Buonasera. Hey, buonasera, Steve. Uh, first of all, I hope everybody's in good health. Thank you. We are. And, <laughs> Most and of I us. am very, I am very, I want, I want to give my condolences to Ukraine. Yes. I've been in two wars. I've never seen such a disaster there. Unbelievable. God bless them all. Absolutely. It's heartbreaking. Uh, I tell you. And good evening to your guests. Well, good evening, Raymond. Thank you for calling in. We're looking forward to this. What are, what are we singing tonight? Tonight, tonight is a is a, is a how do you call a a, a, a musical remembrance of a husband and wife or whatever. Uh, it's a love song. Okay. Besame, oh besame mucho. Como si fuera esta noche la última vez. Bésame, bésame mucho. Hold me, my darling, and say that you'll always be mine. If joy is something new, my arms enfolding you, never know this thrill before. Whoever thought I... Beholding you close to me, whispering you I adore, dearest one, if you should leave me, each little dream would take wing and my life would be through. Love me forever. And make all my dreams come true. Yeah, Raymond, that was great. I, could, I was going to cry. I was choking up. That was really from the heart, Raymond. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just showed them your picture, too. 
Uh, this is an album cover. You in front of the brick wall with the hands on the hips and the white hat and the purple jacket. This is this is the album cover, Raymond. Raymond sings for Raymond. you and yours. Live in Jersey. Order now. Call 1-800. Raymond Lemongello. Well, before midnight tonight, you win a free... <laughs> All right, what do we? Wait, what's Raymond your category, Raymond? Uh, the category, uh, the great state of New Jersey, God bless them. I think and that was... They received a nice letter from the South, the South Jersey police, Ooh. thanking me for You're my doing court. Oh, nice. How about that? All right. Very, Rich, come that was very nice. There you go. Rich, give me a nice Jersey question. A nice Jersey question. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> We're going to get difficult. Which of these it? wild it's animals real. currently live in New Jersey? The black bear, the coyote, the bald eagle... All of the above or none of the above? All of the above. Look at this. We yeah. got a winner. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Let's go to Joners in Middlesex on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joner. Hi. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. Did you have a good day today, Joner? Yeah, I had a great one. What's the best thing that happened to you today, Joner? Uh, I went to the gym and slam, and it felt so good. It's been a long time. There you go. She went to the gym. All right. I like it. All What's right. What's his last name? Hey, I have something <laughs> to say to you. Right. When we were talking about Gilbert yesterday. Right. You cut me off because you thought I was going to tell you a very dirty joke that he made up for me. But it was a clean joke. It was a clean you know, joke? Well, I, I, I never know. You know. All right, good. Give me the clean joke. No. I, I had my money in a baggie because I didn't want to bring a purse in. And I wanted to buy his book. Right. And so I pulled my baggie out with the money. He took a look at it and he said, you could put a sandwich in your wallet. That's <laughs> Gilbert. That's Gilbert. Gilbert. That's total Gilbert. All right. What's your category, Joner? Uh, tell me what the categories are again. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. I'll take music. Music. That would be me. All right. That's so what we got here from the music. I want you to tell me the famous New Jersey singer whose real name is Francis Stephen Castelluccio. Would that be Frank Sinatra, Frankie Valli, Frankie Lane, or Francis the Mule? I think that might be Frankie Valli. I think it might be Frankie Valli. Hold on, Joner wins! Look at this, we already got things going on here, I'm telling you. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 Let's get Sal and pitch down on New Jersey 101.5 Hey Sal How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good Alright Sal, you feeling it tonight? Yes sir Alright Ask him the good question, what's the best thing that happened to you today, Sal? Sal, what is the best thing that happened to you today, Sal? Um... Probably I went to the meeting at the Elks. Oh, you went to the meeting at the Elks. Oh, okay. I bet it was in Flemington. Where did you go to the Flemington Elks, Sal? Yeah. Oh, how about that? Because I hear the Elks are running. 
They have a very famous member. Actually, it's John Lombardi. They're kind of walking a little fast. Because <laughs> they're running and walking a little fast. Sal's a great help there, everybody. This is uh, one of the gentlemen that uh, is, is behind the scenes, always cleaning, always... Uh, he cleans yeah. after the elk? Uh, yeah. uh, Would you give him a t-shirt? If it was just the elk, he wouldn't have a very hard job. It's all the elks. Oh, elks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your category, Sal? Um, Jersey. All right, hot steaming cup of Jersey, Rich Carucci. Okay, which of these bridges does not span into New Jersey? Commodore Barry Bridge, George Washington Bridge, Ben Franklin Bridge, Verrazano Narrows Bridge, or Delaware Memorial Bridge? Um, the first one, what the heck was that? Commodore Barry Bridge? Yes. Ah, oh, I hate to say this. It is 10.30. Now the latest New Jersey news. By NJ Diet, bathing suit season's almost here. You can lose that winter fat quickly with NJ Diet. They contractually guarantee you'll lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Call 855-5-NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Steve Trevelisse. Rich Carucci is here. Yes, sir. Johnny Gemini Lombardi is here. <laughs> Mark Riccadonna is here. That's right. And we had Penn Gillette on earlier, right? Nice. We had uh, we had Doc Swan on earlier, right? Yeah. We had two magicians and none of us disappeared. It's <laughs> a good thing, right? All right, let's go to... Uh, Nobody had cash. Don, really? <laughs> Don, is it Don Boucher? Don Boucher is on from Old Bridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Don. Hey, how we doing, fellas? How are you? Things are good. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> How's your day going? You few those cats on your uh, cast there. Johnny, oh. uh, Johnny Gemini and Mark Riccadonna. Yeah. If you got to know two people, they would be the two to know. <laughs> really. They don't know your Many, many doors them. open when these two show up. <laughs> Usually exit doors, but they open. <laughs> what, oh, what? We jimmy them. <laughs> we jimmy them. We Gemini them. <laughs> what's, your, what's your category? Oh, do I have a lot of choices? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Can I go with music? You music. can go with music. Always go with music. That would be me. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Born in Teaneck, this famous singer-actor had 53 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 between 1957 and 1973. He was ranked number 49 on TV Guide's greatest TV stars, 50 greatest TV stars. Would that be John Travolta? Would that be David Cassidy? Would that be Ricky Nelson? Would that be Danny DeVito? Like, could you repeat the answer? Repeat the question. You don't want to be asked that question. All right, do it again. <laughs> Born in Teaneck, this famous singer-actor had 53 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 between 1957 and 73. He was ranked number 49 on TV Guide's 50 Greatest All-Stars of All Time. A long-distance dedication. All right, name him. Is he John Travolta, Danny DeVito, Ricky Nelson, David Cassidy? I'll say Ricky Nelson. 
Good move by you. We knew, right. we knew you had it. Yeah. And a Don Boucher shall lead them. Let's go to uh, Robert is in Caldwell on New Jersey 101.5, home of the Sopranos. Hi, Robert. Hey, what's up? How much? How you doing? I'm doing good. You having a good day? Enjoying this night. Thank you, pal. I appreciate that. What's your category? You didn't say sports. So I'll like go that. with television. You want sports? Oh. I want sports. I want sports. <laughs> Rich, do we have any sports? Look, look through your papers. You got some sports over I there. I got some sports. He does uh, have sports. Let's see. Rich is our sports director. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I got the television question. Yes. He'll be doing he'll be doing uh, casino commercials pretty soon. <laughs> uh, Kansas City jazz legend William Count Basie was born in what New Jersey town in 1904? That's the sports question you came up with. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, what, what, what was oh this no, no, average? I got one. How many times were the Jets in the Super Bowl? There's sports questions there. Grab a sports question. Once. You know what? I ain't arguing with that. There we go. Once. Once. (laughs) Spoken with the angst of a Jets fan. And I'm a Jets fan. Out of Utah Jazz. (laughs) That's what I thought in the first place. Spoken like a true Jets fan. Once. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Jets fan too. That's Robert Field, right, Robert? Ah. Uh, Joe is in Piscataway on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. How are you doing tonight? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing awesome. And listen, this is what I want to do. My son, right. who's 17, fell asleep to you for the better part of his weekday nights. I want to do a wild card. You guys pick for me what I answer. Nah, Joe, you got to pick it. Otherwise, I'll feel guilty if you mess it up. Uh. <laughs> Come on, Joe. You could do this. How about movies? All right, Johnny. Movies. Jeff, who's got, oh, Mark's got the movies. We got Mark. movies. We Good got one. movies. Here we go. Name the movie that has Bruce Springsteen's song written especially for the movie playing over the closing credits. Is it A, The Wrestler, B, Thunder Road, C, Jersey Girl, or D, Garden State? Oh, my. I was thinking the answer was going to be Philadelphia. No, 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 no. That's, that's a, the other movie. That's the other movie. This is a Jersey movie. Well, the choices even came out. You know what? You know what? I'm going to he give you right. that. I'm going to give you that because, yeah, I'll go with Philadelphia, even though it wasn't a Jersey movie. But if Joe's going to take his 17-year-old to see Michael Cabanara, then it should be happening. He should take him. Exactly. So it is you're doing. So it shall be done. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> I'm the Lord's janitor. <laughs> Let's go. Nancy's in Fairlawn on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, hey. hey, Nancy, with the laughing eyes. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? All right, but it's early yet. <laughs> are you? <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the guy? What? I don't know. This sounds like a party. When I... oh, this is okay. a G-rated show, ma'am. <laughs> All right, Nancy, what's your category? Uh, what do I have to pick from? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 
Famous puppets in history. <laughs> Famous puppets in history. Puppets George, in history. Johnny, Gemma. George, uh, Otto, and George. That, that's famous. Uh, you think television? You want television? Away. Who's got television? Oh. Johnny, Gemini, give a little television. But weren't you saying Otto and George passed away today? Yeah, eight oh, years. Oh, was that really? Just Otto. George is still around. He's still around. Uh, eight George. years ago today. God bless him. I miss him. Yeah, so do I. A question, Professor. Name the comedian who filmed the comedy special, What Am I Doing in New Jersey? <laughs> Was it A, Louis C.K., B, George Carlin, C, Jerry Lewis, or D, Chris Rock? <laughs> what am I doing in New Jersey? We'll give you a hint. This is how he said the title. What am I doing in New Jersey? <laughs> if you can't Nancy? get it now. Nancy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it? Not a clue. All right. We tried. We tried. I'm a Trusted by Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan, one of the largest garden centers in New Jersey. They sell wholesale to the public. They grow what they sell with the largest selection of tropicals, hanging plants, annual flats, roses, and so much more. Visit MapleLeafFarmNJ.com. The prices, they're insane, don't you know? All right. Rich Carucci is here. Ah. And we got Johnny Gemini Lombardi. Johnny. And we got Mark Riccadonna. There's me. And, and we got... Tracy in Mount Laurel on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tracy. Hey, how's how you going? Doing good. How are you, Tracy? Pretty good. Listen, I got tickets now for Michael Cabanara or Cindy Williams or Uncle Floyd. Oh, Cindy Williams. You want Cindy Williams? Okay. Okay. Oh, no. I don't know. Uh, Michael Cabanara. You sure? Yeah. Okay. No no love for Uncle Floyd, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, well, my husband likes Michael Carbonara. Your husband likes Michael Carbonara. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to make him disappear or anything, right? What's your category? No, I'd like to. <laughs> okay. Uh, New Jersey. Uh, hot steaming cup of Jersey, Rich Girl. Right. Oh, 101.5. That's me. Hold on. Mm -hmm. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I want you to tell me, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Uh, the, the, name the New Jersey town that our own Jeff Dominski is from. Ooh. Carteret, um, Rahway, uh -oh. Hoboken, or Jersey City? What did I get? Carteret, <laughs> Rahway, Hoboken, or Jersey <laughs> City? Which one? Rahway. Rahway is right. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Right. Rob is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Rob, oh, what's up? Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. How you guys? How you fellas uh, doing? Hey. Look at this. We're having a party down here, Rob. What's your category? Uh, you know me, Steve. It's 101.5. All right. Another hot steaming couple, 101.5. I want you to tell me the year. New Jersey 101.5 started talking Jersey. Would that be 1990, 1989, 1998, 
I'm I'm feeding your birds and your bunny rabbits. <laughs> to who? He's feeding to the, the birds dogs. through the bunny rabbits. <laughs> oh my god. Steve, how are you, brother? I'm doing good. Are you at catch this weekend? I uh, know I just was the weekend before and it was fantastic. This this weekend I'm at the Comedy Cove in Springfield, New Jersey. Nice. Oh cool, the Comedy Love Cove. How about nice. that? Gene Nagel. We went to grammar school together. Yeah, good, uh, good show. Good yeah. uh, fun club. Over. I watched him get slapped around by nuns. <laughs> <laughs> they would actually call an assembly. The whole school would he get together. He had the together. same mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he's Sixth a great grade. guy. He's That's why he got guy. slapped around. <laughs> they kept thinking he was Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, wanted to, I wanted to call in earlier because... Uh, Johnny, I don't know if, if Johnny told you there, Stevie, just not to take up all the time here. I know we got to get to trivia, but uh, Johnny and I had the pleasure of Johnny's company uh, yesterday on the way to Delaware, uh, there and back. And he he was just telling me that yeah, you have to call it. Just listen, do do me. No, you got to listen. Just listen to me. Not get mad at me, Jeff, for a minute. <laughs> I'm just saying, Mark Riccadonna, everyone loves Mark. He loves Mark. He's a, a steamroller. He sounds just like you, John. I know. They're going to start saying it worked. They're going to start sending your bills to his house. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's a good guy. That's great. Oh, man. All right, Jeff, I got to get out of here. Let's give the man a question, shall we? What's your category? Um, you have anything on the Gemini? <laughs> Not even the chair. We'll get on the Gemini. <laughs> give, give a nice movie. Hot steam and cup of movie questions. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, I just read that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, name practice. the movie. That featured bread and milk comedian Vic D. Potato. Uh, a. Paul Blart Cop. B. Or, yeah, B. Paul Blart Cop 2. C. Garden State D. Mallrats. I'm going to go with B. Uh,. Uh, Mall Cop 2. Mall Cop 2 would be right, Jim. Anytime you want to come down here, you're welcome. You let me know, okay? Hey, and God bless Otto and George. Absolutely. Absolutely. Godfrey as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Got it, pal. What a way to end the show. God right. bless yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Yep. And all of you, everyone. God bless us all, everyone. All right. Good night, Tiny really Tim. <laughs> Rich Carucci. Yes, sir. Johnny Gemini. Thank Mark you. Riccadonna. And we'll do this again next week, okay? Awesome. Sounds like a deal. All right. Jersey Radio. This has been the Steve Travelli Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.